0: Hey, this is Mitch Rose. I'm the lead pastor of City Hills Church, and this is our podcast. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this message encourages you. It inspires you. It challenges you to live your best life. Take a listen. Here's this week's message. First Chronicles 21. I hope you bring your Bible to church. I hope you take good notes. Spiritual people take notes in church. Heathens don't. So just look down the aisle, figure out which one you are, you know, and, and uh, anyway. Uh, at this point in, um, in the story... Uh, we're going to pick up, so i got to give you some context about where we are. David, King David, has sinned. He's the king. This isn't little boy David killing Goliath. This is King David, but he's messed up royally. Pun intended. I mean, he's, he's like, it, it, things are bad. He has, um, he's had sex with someone he wasn't married to. Got her pregnant. Had her husband killed. Um, I mean, it's... It's Jerry Springer esque. You know what I mean? It it could go to Maury Povich. Maury Povich may be the next level. You know what I mean? Where you're not quite sure if it's David's baby. I mean, it's bad. You know what I'm saying? It's bad, and it's so bad that there's a plague in Israel. I, I'm just I'm I'm gonna set the story for you. Can go back and read it. I'd encourage you to do that. Um, there's a plague. That God has brought on the entire nation because of the leader. Let me pause here and tell you. Men, look at me. You have the ability to bring blessing and curse on the things you lead. You you want a family that's blessed? All the men say amen. Amen. you got to lead out of honor and integrity and passion and worship. Come on, say amen to that. I want to raise an army of godly men, you know, that lead our families well. And So David has brought judgment from God on the entire nation because that's where he's leading. And it's so bad that there there is a giant, this is true, you can read this, there is a giant angel that God has sent to this particular area in Jerusalem, and he is holding a sword pointed out over the city of Jerusalem. You can read it for yourself in the Bible. Now let me pause here and tell y'all, I'm a spiritual guy, I'm a man full of faith, I was up at 2 o'clock this morning praying for you, believing God for you, I'm full of faith today, I promise you I am, and Caffeine. I'm full of both of those today. But if, a, if an angel shows up somewhere around the rim and points a sword over here, I'm gone. Y'all hear me? I'm out, okay? Y'all figure out from somebody else what's going on. I don't know what's going on, okay? But this is exactly where David finds himself. And the plague is bad. And David knows, I caused this, I got to do something about this. You, you know, 20-year-olds, t- 30-year-olds, not y'all, but other ones that I know. Uh, adulting is what they blame when you have to pay your own car insurance. You know what I mean? The, uh, uh, adulting. Because you got car insurance. You know what I mean? That's not adulting. Let me tell you what adulting is. Adulting is when you connect in your mind and heart that my choices have consequences. And David has now connected, I did this. The whole nation has a plague because of my sin, and i got to do something about it. Now, that's where we find ourselves in 1 Chronicles 22. Skip down to the 22nd verse. I'm going to read the English Standard Version. David says to this man, in another translation, his name's Aruna. In this one, it's Ornan. Same name, different spelling. David said to Ornan, "Um, your land, your farm, this threshing floor that you're on right now. Ornan is in... His farm threshing wheat. I mean, he's working in his arm. Let me pause here. I just, I've got one more thing to tell you. Ornan is threshing wheat while this giant angel, the Bible says, is close to his house. This gi- The reason David knew to go there is because the giant angel pointing the sword is there. If you own a business, you need to get you somebody like Ornan who will stay working when a giant angel with a sword shows up. And my brother still just you know he's kind of in the hood because hood people don't get shook by nothing like that. They're like, all right, whatever, giant angel, I'm good, sword, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. And Ornan's just threshing wheat. And David says, give me this whole thing so that I can build an altar to the Lord. And give it to me. I want you to catch all these words. Give it to me at its full price that the plague that I caused on Israel may be averted. Now Ornan says, like anybody would probably say, somebody that loves their king, somebody that loves the man of God in their life, Somebody he just says, man, uh, listen, I, I appreciate this, I appreciate you offering, but you can take it, okay? Now, this is where I think Ornan's probably like, I've been freaked out about this angel anyway, I don't know what's about to happen, he may blow this whole thing up, it's yours, okay? Take it. Let my Lord, the king, Do whatever it is you want to. Do whatever seems good to you. See, I give the oxen that you need for burnt offerings, take my cows. I give the threshing sledges for the wood, take my wood. I give the wheat for a grained offering, take my wheat. I give it to you all. Now catch this whole thing. He says, "I'm gonna give it all to you." David walks up on the threshing floor of Ornan and says, "Hey, I want to buy this from you. I need to build an altar right here. This is a special place. The angels here." Ornan says, "Man, you're not paying for this. I want to give this to you. I love pastoring in Texas. You know why I love pastoring in Texas? Because over the last two weeks, somebody brought me tamales, hey. and so yesterday somebody brought me a brisket. Come on, somebody! Like I'm just, I just, you just give, just give it. You know, I'm just, I'm. This is a prophecy I'm giving to some of y'all right now. But anyway, I." I He's, I'm just going to give it to you. I, I just want you to. I want to bless you with it. And David's response is where I got to take you today. Verse 24. King David said to Ornan, "No, no. But I will buy them at full price. And this is the part I want you to underline and live. I will not take for the Lord what is yours, and I will not." Offer burnt offerings that, underline this, cost me nothing. David said, you don't understand. I caused this plague and I can't give back to God something that you gave to me. I got to give back to God something that cost me something. We live in a consumering kind of world. We live in just I just I want it and I want it now and I want it fast and I want it faster than you think I want it. I want it open twenty four hours a day. I want it right now and I want you to give it to me. I want everything I want when I want it and I don't. I want the path of least resistance. And I got to pause here and tell you, if you want anything in your life successful, you're gonna have to realize you're gonna have to pay for some stuff along the way. It's got to cost me something, especially in your relationship with God. I meet I, I meet young couples. I marry young couples all the time who say, "Man, I wish I had what the Teet family." I see the blessings of God on His business. He's a fin, he, He's a He's a business owner. He owns a location here in Texas and one in Illinois, like just multi-state, interstate business owner, like just a remarkable. The blessing of God on His life. And I marry twenty-year-olds who say, "I want what Trent and Teet got." What you don't know is the hell that Trent Teet walked through to get what he got because you. You'd never have success without sacrifice. It's got to cost you something. Are you there? Say amen. I want a healthy marriage. Okay, it's going to cost you counseling. It's going to cost you prayer. It's going to cost you faithfulness. It's going to cost church attendance. It's going to cost you small groups. It's going to cost you a mentor. Are you with me, everybody? David said, I will not offer anything to God that won't cost me something. So David paid Ornan 600 shekels of gold by weight for the site. David built there an altar to the Lord, presented burnt offerings, peace offerings, called on the Lord. The Lord answered him with fire upon the altar of the burnt offering. Flip over one chapter, verse 22. I'm sorry, chapter 22. Same story. Then David said, This is why this land is so important. Listen. Then David said, Here, on this land I just paid for, shall be the house of the Lord God. And here the altar of burnt offering for all of Israel. And David commanded to gather all the resident aliens who were in the land of Israel. And he set stone cutters to prepare dressed stones for building the house God. And David, listen to this, not the kingdom, the king provided great quantities of iron for nails for the doors and gates and clamps and bronze in quantities beyond weighing. and cedar timbers without number. The Sidonians and the Tyrians had brought great quantities of cedar to David. And David said, you didn't bring this just for me. Because blessings never come to you just for you. Blessings come to you so that they can come through you. <laughs> Y'all didn't catch that. All of those people brought all that cedar to David. And David could have said, look at me. Baby, I'm building a deck. Come on, somebody. I'm building a pergola over this hot tub with all this cedar. No, I didn't get all this blessing for me. David said, they brought that to me so I could do something for God with it. God, I wish I had more than nine minutes. I would preach to you and it's been four weeks and I want to stand on that chair right there and preach my heart out to you. But nothing, listen to me, nothing in your life of significance, nothing of success in your life is going to come without a price that you pay in your life. David said, verse 5, Solomon, catch this whole language. Solomon, my son, is young and inexperienced. And the house that is to be built for the Lord must be exceedingly magnificent of fame and glory throughout all the lands. By the way, it was the Queen of Sheba when she saw it fainted, the Bible says. I will therefore, David says, because of Solomon my son, I will therefore make preparation for it. So David provided materials in great quantity before his death. I wanna give you three principles that build the house of God. I wanna give you three faith principles that'll build anything in your life. I wanna give you three faith principles that'll build a healthy marriage. i will to give you three faith principles that'll build, that build a successful spiritual life. I'm gonna give you three faith principles that'll build God a house. By the way, that's what we're doing together today. The first one is this write this down in your notes right quickly. If you're gonna build something of significance, you're gonna to have to embrace. Sacrifice David said I will not Offer anything to God That doesn't cost me something If you're going to build anything great in your life You're going to have to realize sacrifice is a part of the journey It's never going to be easy I know you look at people that you think It came to them easy, it didn't come to them easy I know you look at people and you look at places And you think man I wish I had it like that You don't wish you had it like that Because you don't want the sacrifice it took to get it like that if you're going to have anything of success and significance in your life, it's going to be because you embrace sacrifice in your life. Go ahead and embrace the fact it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost me something. I'm not going to give anything to God that doesn't cost me something. I'm going to give a spiritual life that's deep. Why? Because it, it's going to cost me something. I'm going to give a spiritual life that matters. How? It's going to cost me something. I'm going to serve. I'm going to have financial blessing in my life, God's hand on my finances. How? It costs me something. I'm embracing sacrifice. Write this down. I didn't put it on the screen. But when you got skin in the game, you'll stay in the game. When you got skin in the game, you'll stay in the game. Not y'all, but I've met other people who church hop. (laughs) Not y'all. People in first service. Who will be looking for churches over here and over here and over here and over here. And you know why? It's easy to move when you have no skin in the game. The people who, who who stay here, the people who get planted in the house of God, the people who decide to go all in with God, those are people almost always you can tell. Those are the people who have sacrificed something to get this far. Now, does that mean it's perfect? No. Does that mean there's not problems? No. They just decide, I got skin in this game and I can't leave it very easily. I'm not just going to walk out of here on this. I got something here. I'm, there's something to build with here. The, 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 the people who have no skin in the game in their marriage, you can go from this marriage to this relationship to that relationship but when you got 20 years with somebody I don't care how dumb they are you just end up saying I'm going to stick around we're going to try again we're going to make it work we're going to go to counseling again we're going to pray again we're going to read another book are you with me everybody it's the same thing with God's house if you got skin in the game you'll stay in the game but if you don't when it's not yours you'll disconnect from calling and purpose oh that's their church Oh, that's that little fella that spits, that little one. Oh, that's that's that church that moved all over the place. I like churches with buildings. (laughs) Look at me. Every building you walk in, don't you think that that just fell out of the sky? Somebody long before you walked in and sat on that chair, sacrificed so they could have it. Somebody built that. Somebody prayed for that. Somebody gave to that. Somebody sold something for that. Somebody decided, I'm not going to give anything to God that doesn't cost me something. Because everywhere you see significance, you see sacrifice everywhere you see significance. I don't want to be a casual consumer. David said, I'm not just going to take it from you. I could. I'm the king. It could work that way, but then I wouldn't value it like I want to value it. Listen to me. God, i got to preach this to you. I don't want to offer something to God that isn't mine. I don't want to offer your praise. I don't want to offer your offering. No, no, no. I want to offer mine. I want it to be my wheat that I bought with my own hands. I want it to be my field that I purchased with my own money. There's something about sacrifice connected to significance. If I came to this church, I'd scream amen all the time. (laughs) Anything. Anything of significance started with sacrifice. Write this down on the other side of significance. On the other side of sacrifice is significance. Don't be fooled by free. Don't be fooled by free. The, the, the dynamics change when you take it for free. When it doesn't cost you something. When it's somebody else's church. Somebody else's sacrifice. Somebody else's prayer. Somebody else's Believing. Somebody else's faith. Don't be fooled by free. Decide today to be a person who embraces sacrifice. Number two, I got to hurry. They're going to start playing the sad music, and that means it's time to go. <laughs> you got to believe for the blessing. There's um, there's a thought going around Christianity right now that uh, I don't, we, we don't do this for blessing. I don't. I, I just, I just do this because, oh, I'm just obligated and all that. Now listen, I don't understand what you're saying. I understand, I really do. I understand the heart that says, God this, I, I'm not motivated like, a, like there's a transaction that if I do, you do, and if I give, I get and all that. And, I, and I get and you're right about that. But listen to me, you can expect the God of heaven to bless you at your place of sacrifice. There's nothing wrong with you deciding. I've decided to live a life that is, is sold out to God. I've decided to live a life that is sacrificial to God. Because I know the blessing of God is on the other side of my sacrifice. We don't just give out of defeated. Oh, I, the church is just about my money. Church isn't about your money. Look at me. God doesn't need a dime from me. And He sure doesn't need my talents or my gifts or my time. God's got plenty. Alright, everybody? It's not for me. It's not... It's not just, oh oh, oh, God, if I don't do it, what's going to happen? No, no, no. God's going to take care of it. But there's blessing in my life on the other side of my sacrifice. That's why Proverbs says it like this. That those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. That's why the Bible said that God gives seed to the sower. In other words, the more I sow into what God is doing, God puts seed back in my pocket. God does not give seed to people who hold all the seed they've got. God gives seed to people who sow it. You want more peace? You better sow peace into somebody. You want more deliverance? You need to help somebody find freedom in their life. You you, you want more joy? You need to sow joy everywhere you go. You you, you want more healing? You need to sow healing into every relationship you come across. Because God gives seed to the sower you can believe for blessing well this is a prosperity God that's not prosperity that's blessing God blesses my life David walks onto this field and he sees the future Zach, he sees what could be. There's going to be an altar here. There's going to be the temple here. There's going to be this place. If you go to Jerusalem today, have you ever been to Israel? We're going to go to Israel as a church. I don't know when. Y'all got to get vaccinated. But anyway, we're going to go. <laughs> <verbs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I didn't mean to do that. I'm, so, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. 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 God, I'm sorry. <gasps> You (laughs) that was terrible look at me, you go to Israel today, you go to Jerusalem there's a a western wall it's it's the western side of of Solomon's temple David saw that thousands of years from now but listen David also saw the past because this threshing floor that Arauna owns is on top of a mountain called Mount Moriah you know Mount Moriah if you've read about the Bible that's where Abraham took his son Isaac carries him up the mountainside the boy says daddy I see the wood I see the fire I see the stuff I don't see the sacrifice (laughs) Abraham just kind of goes ah yeah Isaac lays down on the altar this same place I want you to connect this in your mind this is the place and and Abraham, tears falling down his eyes, raises that dagger. You know the story. And the moment he raises the dagger, the angel of the Lord rustles an old ram in a thicket out here. And God provided. What's it teach you? Here's what David knew. I'll sacrifice to buy this because I know on this ground, if I'll sacrifice, God will show up with a provision. You can believe for a blessing in your life. You can believe that we're not just building for a building. We're building so we can use the building to be a blessing. We're not just doing what we do. I know it's a sacrifice, but I know that this seed is going to produce harvest of blessing. Can I prophesy over you? Would you accept this? There's healing. Oh open your hands like this there's healing coming to you right now I speak to marriages that are broken I can almost lay my hands on your head there's open doors that are coming to you you thought every door closed to feel like it's defeated I don't know what I even moved here for and God is going to meet you at your place of sacrifice. You don't know where it's coming from, but blessing is coming. There's anointing coming. There's fresh dreams for men and women and vision and callings and thriving and progressing and freedom and healing. You can believe for a blessing today. I prophesy healing in your body. I rebuke every. Thing, every every system that isn't functioning well Everything that isn't working right You can't figure it out why you stay sick In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ By his stripes you are healed That you can believe for a blessing I prophesied a depression You have to go You can believe for deliverance and freedom today You can believe for a blessing now Open your eyes i got to give you the third point I'm giving you principles of faith to build God's house. Here's the last one: You got to invest in your future. You got to invest in the future. This place is so significant because David says about Solomon. Solomon's going to build this house. David knew Solomon is young and inexperienced. He actually says, "Boy, he's just a kid. I don't know what he's doing really. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to make it." I hope he does. No, David didn't say, boy, I hope it works out for my son. David said, I- I'm going to invest in the future. Look at me. Mom and dad, look at me. Future mom and dad, there's somebody pregnant in the room. Look at me. Listen to me. I'm telling you. If you want your son or daughter to build a life of significance, you have to prepare them to build a life of significance. The Bible says it like that. You read it. I don't have time to go back and read it for you. But the Bible says, David prepared the materials for Solomon to build. Mom and dad, grandparents, we have a responsibility to prepare the materials for our children to build lives of legacy. To build lives that make a difference. David left this abundance of materials, iron and bronze and cedar and gold and silver, and he did it all. At the end of the whole thing, listen, Solomon builds it, and they call it Solomon's temple. Jeff, the older I get, I think they ought to call it David's temple. You know, David paid for the junk. You know what I mean? Like, Solomon didn't pay for nothing. You remember when your mama used to take your cell phone away? And you say, you can't take my cell phone, it's my cell phone. And your mama said, pays that bill right you remember that it's my car oh it oh it's your car okay because i've been putting gas in it now it's yours david could have said solomon this is solomon's temple (laughs) i pay for none of it you pay for it but he didn't why because he knows if you're going to have a life of significance and success you're going to have to invest in the future You're going to have to be comfortable with sending blessings ahead. Look at me. Look at me, church family. This is for you. I am not building this building for me. You don't have to put my name on it or her name. This is not my significance. I'm building it. Because i got two babies that need to inherit a church that's vibrant and living and growing and progressing and reaching people. We, we, we can't stop at this video. You've got grandchildren. I want Selah to inherit a church full of faith. I want her to inherit a church full of thousands of people. I want Eli to inherit a church full of thousands of people. I want them to know God was there. I didn't just build it for me. I invested for somebody else. I prepared for them. I prepared for them, for Carter, for Hazel, for Henry, for Dawson, for Logan, for Jasper, for Easton, for Ella, for Salah. Those are all children, by the way, that are in that kids' ministry right now. I'm not building for them, I'm not building for us, I'm building for them. David said, I gotta get Solomon ready. If you're going to do anything of a significance, we got to go. If you're going to do anything of significance for God, and if we're going to build God a house together, you're going to have to embrace sacrifice. That's so why Brandy and I decided months ago when we started talking about it, when God gave us this building supernaturally, we said we're going to do this. We're going to give substance that's going to hurt, but it's going to. I'm not going to do anything for God that doesn't cost me. I've already done it once. I'm going to do it again. I cashed out everything to start the church. It's just all the chips in. I'm not telling you that to make you feel bad. I'm just telling you. I'm never going to give God something that cost me something. So Brandon and I decided we're going to do it again. We're going to give God our best. If you're going to embrace sacrifice, I promise you on the other side is significance. It's success. If you're ever going to build something significant and if you need a principle of faith you're going to have to believe for the blessing of God in your life you don't have to do it with your head down matter of fact in just a moment when we all give together we don't we, this is not a sad giving kind of church this is a joy filled kind of church this is a smile and jump and clap and, wave and cause I get to give to God kind of church why cause I just know the blessing of God in my I know I'm healthy I know my children love God and they're healthy I know I've been blessed beyond measure so when I sacrifice today I do it because I know the blessing comes from God everything I have anyway came from God and I'm going to invest in the future I'm going to live my life in such a way mom and dad listen to me I know we got to go if you prepare your children for unfaithful church attendance guess what they'll do if you prepare your children and don't worship they won't worship if you prepare them to not pray they won't pray If you're too busy at soccer for small groups, they won't join a small group. If you're not faithful in tithing, they won't tithe. If you don't teach them how to stretch their faith and generosity, they'll never trust God. They'll build their lives on what you're prepared. But if you'll teach them, this is a worshiping family. We're a family that comes early and stays late and gives our best to God. We sing loud. We raise our hands. We clap. We make a joyful noise to the Lord. Why? Because God deserves our worship. Guess what they'll be? You'll raise worshipers. If we'll teach them how to sacrifice, we'll teach them how to give. You prepare them for generosity. You prepare them for prayer. You prepare them to serve on the team. Guess what, Jeff? They'll build their lives doing what we prepared them to do. And that's the kind of church we are. That's the kind of church you're in today. To God be the glory. Why don't you click subscribe or share this message with your friends uh, on your socials? I pray it's a blessing to others in your world. Thanks again for listening today. God bless you.